open your Bibles to James chapter 4. We're talking about what one to dismantle or unmarks the, the spirit of mammon and um, uh, activating the spirit of faith. Praise God. James chapter 4. Father, we trust you. We just, we just trust you. From whence comes fights? Where do wars and fights come from? Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? The desires of pleasure that war in your members. Praise God. You lost and do not have. You murder, covet, and um, cannot obtain. Praise God. You lost, and still you do not have. You murder and covet. So it means that lust is very powerful. It has the ability to turn one to a murderer. Are we together here? That don't don't conclude that you are not a murderer. It's not whether you are a murderer or not. The question is, uh, have you mastered lust? If the answer is no, you have the capacity to be a what? A murderer. Because you are not a murderer because you are wicked. You are a murderer because you lost. Are we together, friends? Yet you do not have because you do not ask. Are you with me? So, so the challenge is not that what you want is wrong. Are we together here? Yes, because the, the crisis here is that you do not ask, right? Yes, so it means that the things you are lusting for, you can ask for. Are we together here? Yes, so it means that the, the solution to lust... It's not to say you have no need. Do you get the point now? Yes, it's not to say, no, me, I don't want those things. The Lord knows that's not true. I mean, I don't want anything. No, you want something. The only escape route they gave us is what? Is to ask. I'm just trying to lay the blocks for the foundation before we dive in. So if you don't ask or if you don't know what it means and how to ask, you will most likely become a what? A murderer. You'll be covetous and you will be a warlord. 
And these are tongue-talking people who have become warlords. You know, have you gone, there are churches that, even though it's a church, it's a war ground, it's a war zone. Yeah. Do you know this choir, for example, can have war? Am I correct? Yes, it's possible for the choir in a church to what? To have war. As we are lifting up holy hands, war can be going on. Yeah. Warriors. <laughs> Fights. Murder. And the reason might be because somebody wants something. You see, anytime you see war, somebody wants something. There is no sincere war. Anytime you see war, and um, you must understand that anytime you see war, nobody agrees that you want something. Everybody is worrying for the good of the masses. There is usually nobility that we like to attach to war. Nobody says he's worrying because he wants something. But people who and say, it's not even about me. I'm not going to take this because it's about the people. Feminist war is aged on the girls who want love and are unable to calm down to get to ask. That, <laughs> yeah, that's the reason for that war. I say it's, it's about the woman liberation. It's your personal liberation. You want love. And then you are too stubborn to ask a boy and say, please love me. (laughs) And that's why we see a lot of them backsliding when they find somebody who loves them. You see a very strong feminist after some years, very powerful feminist who, (laughs) you will just see her tire pack, traditional wedding, (laughs) kneeling down looking for her husband to give to give wine to. And she has said that tradition is a useless tradition that she will never do that, but one guy just loved her and then the story has changed. You will see her with Calabash looking for her husband. (laughs) I tell you the truth. Anytime you see war, Somebody wants something. And nobody will say that's why he's fighting. Anytime you see pastors fighting, one pastor wants something. Those people are not that deep, they're not, forget that. Ministry is not about crowd. want something. Even you, when you are fighting many times, you want something. Do you know how many times you tell somebody, don't you ever call me in your life? 
And the real fight is that you want a call. Don't you ever call me again. And the real issue is that you said that because you haven't got a call. You are angry you don't have a call. And then you fight and say, I don't want you to ever call me again. And the person does not call you. And then some weeks later, I say, so you didn't call me. So Now, you need to really understand this. This is very important to your spiritual journey. I'm having a very serious spiritual conversation with us today. Very foundational, very fundamental. So it's because you, don't, you do not ask, and that's why you do not have. Then the next verse says, you ask and then do not also receive. And because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. So, there is a kind, the word pleasure here, I need to explain it to you. It's a spiritual terminology. It's talking about where your will is what is, is is what governs your understanding of asking. When your idea of asking God is powered by your will, that's what it does. The mean of pleasure here, because if you think to be happy is what God God doesn't have a problem with your happiness, no. Because the Bible says that um, one of the reasons why God answers our prayers is so that our joy may be full. And scripture is consistent. So the Lord is not against your pleasure in that sense of happiness and joy. But the context of pleasure here is talking about the, your, the, your will being priority. Am I preaching here? And that is what we saw when you backread this particular chapter. Uh, there's only one reason why I'm taking it slow. Because the matter is plenty. I'm not taking it slow because uh, I don't have what to say. I'm taking it slow because the thing is too much. What we want to look at today is a very serious matter. So I'm, as I am like this, I'm trusting God to help us. Because I, we need to have a breakthrough. I'm not, I'm not preaching to let you know I can preach. I'm, I'm leading us by faith to a house of deliverance. Amen. That's my plan. And that deliverance is, is very important, especially for those who are working with God in these days and in this time. That's why I'm taking it gradual. I'm taking it slow. I'm very prayerful in my spirit, you know, trusting the Lord that we will, we will have breakthrough because... Uh, it's beyond mental understanding. It's, I'm, I'm trusting that the seed of God's word will be planted in our hearts. So you see that in verse um, 2, it says that we lost and have not. You see, we kill and desire to have and, and cannot obtain. We fight and war, yet do not have because we ask not. And ye ask and receive not. Because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lusts. 
Are we here, friends? Upon your lust. So what is lust? Lust are desires that are not governed by the spirit. Are we together here? There are desires that are not what? Governed by the spirit. Now, a, a desire for a car is not a lust. But the spirit that is governing that desire is where you can have lust. A desire for a beautiful, a, a gigantic house is not lost. But the, the spirit that controls that desire is what can be called lost. A lack of desire for things is also a problem that we'll also look at. That your lack of desire is not proof of spirituality. We need to look at that also because that is also contained in the spirit of mammon. Because, because poverty is a misrepresentation of God's person. Have you seen a woman before and you're angry with her husband? You see some women and you feel like beating the husband. And then you see some children, you feel like beating the mother. Uh-huh. Why? Because their condition is a, is, speaks of the how evil the parent You see, so, so, so poverty is character assassination of the, of the personality of our father in heaven. Are my friends here? So, so loss is not a desire for good things. In fact, it is strange for you not to desire good things. Jesus said, you being evil, know how to give what? Good gifts. You being what? Evil, know how to give good gifts. So how much more shall your father which is in heaven. Give what? Good. Somebody say good things. Don't forget the context is, this is, not a, this is not necessarily a spiritual conversation. It covers the spiritual side and it covers the natural side. Because the conversation started with we, you who are evil. Uh, know how to what? Give. Of course, how many of we who are evil is talking about normal, natural fathers. And natural fathers don't give spiritual good because you can say that good things is spiritual. But natural fathers, because they call them evil, so they don't have it. He now says much more. Much more of what he's talking about. Am I preaching? Yes, sir. So you need to understand that God desires to give you good things. Are you together with me? It's a settled fact. It's not the most important fact. There are other facts that are more important than it, but it's a fact that if you do not understand, if you misrepresent, you are going to miss other things. Are we here, friends? Yes, so let's go back to the scripture that we are reading in the book of James chapter 4. Now that you may spend it on your pleasures. So that pleasure is not happiness. is what is the lost, which is the spirit... The, the negative spirit that is anchoring 
that desire. Huh? So let's use something simple. Maybe a car, for example. A car is good for you, right? Yes, because it brings you comfort and it makes life easy for you. Right? But a car can also be used to harass people. And also make you feel superior. Are you together with me? So that is, so that's what he's saying. You ask, but you do not receive. Because you ask amiss. And in explaining the amiss, he said it's because you want to use it for your what? Lost. So God has no business answering our lost. So lost is not a prayer point. And this is, this is, this is, this is an ordinance in, in, our, in, in, in the realms of the spirit. It's a decree, it's a fact. Because the apostle John later told us that there is, there is, there is, there is a place where we are guaranteed of being heard. And there is a place we are not. And he told us that if we ask according to his will, then, we, then, then he hears us. That so, but if it's according to lost, he cannot hear. Because James said that the reason why you have not received is because you asked. You did not ask. Now, you now asked. He now said, there is more to this asking matter. That if what is powering, fueling your asking is lost, God will not, he will not grant that, that kind of, because he will not hear it. And so a lot of people who are prayerful, uh, they are prayerful based on their own assessment. But in the eye of God, they are not prayerful because it is lost praying. And when lost, is, when lost prays, God doesn't listen. Are we together here? You remember that Anna was pregnant, uh, was, was barren for many years. And the premise of her desire for a child was so that she can pepper. Now, this is, this is very important because this tells us that I can block myself from the many good things God wants yes, to give sir. me because I've retained lost in my heart. Yes, you know how many of you want to be great so that you, your uncle that was wicked to you can know? Now, if you are on that road for greatness, God will not answer your prayers. If, if that is a motivation, that's, a, that's lost because that motivation is not governed by the Spirit. Are we together here? Now, we need to understand this so that you will not be shocked why your prayers are not being answered and why you are remaining in the same condition. It's because your lost world is huge. You need to, you need to, you need to cut it down. Because God legit will not hear you. And you are not going to receive anything from him. Are my friends still here? So you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lusts. So God has, God has no reason and he has no intention to do business with those who are governed by lust. That lust cuts you off from the economy of God and that makes you powerless. Now, lust does not mean you can't have it. It just means you can't have it from God. So don't think those who lost will not get. Those who lost can get, but they will not get from God. But who you get from is whose government you are under. 
Now, now, this what I said will take us to another conversation very soon. Which is a very important conversation. Are we together, friends? Praise God. Verse 4, which is the verse I'm going to start to, to talk from. Ye adulterers and adulteresses. Of course, he was not here in this particular scripture. He is not talking to unbelievers. This letter was written to believers. Am I telling a lie? Writing to believers. It was not to unbelievers. And he says, yea, adulterers and adulteresses. Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. This is where we are starting our talk from. I've laid pre-foundation. So I will now lay (laughs) the first foundation. I was just digging. Uh Now don't forget what we are talking, where we are coming from. We are coming from lost and all those kind of stuff. And then he now is diving into adulteress and um, adult. Now what is, is, who is an adulterer? Someone who has a family or a wife, and then he has gone outside, right? Are we together here? So that's why it's talking to believers, because we have a relationship with God and with the Spirit of God, but we are now being governed by another, we are now fellowshipping with another principle. So Spirit saved, but the OS that operates you is described as adultery. Know ye not that the friendship of the world, the what? Friendship of the world is what? Is enemy to God. Now, even if you are born again, uh, there is a principle that if you retain in your soul, you can still be an enemy of God. Of course, I've not said anything new. I've not added anything. I'm just reading the Bible. I've not, I've not. Are we together here? That's so you can see what God is going through, that he has different levels of enemies. Satan is one enemy. Unbelievers sometimes can be enemy, even though he still loves them. Then even his children at home. <laughs> so even God is looking at the scripture and says, Kai, people of a man's, uh, man's enemy are people of his household. Now, so there are enemies of God here who are children of God. Why? Because they have retained the principle of adultery, which is the principle of lust. They're still talking lust here. Are we together here? Adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world. Now, who's a friend? Somebody you, you relate with. You have sentiment for. You appreciate. Now, what links us to the world is lost. Lost is your link to the world. Lost is debate. B-A-I-T. That connects. Even though you have, not, you have now been saved. But you still do visitation. Lost. Now, how do I know? Of course, the Bible told us what's in the world. 
in the book of First John, John told us what is in the world. He said there are three things in the world. The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, which is also lust. So you see that the common factor in this world is lust. So when he says friendship of the world, what is he talking about? Lust. Because what is in the world is lust. So what makes you a friend of the world is to retain lust. So when you retain lust, you become, you become a friend of the world and then you become an enemy of God. Why? Please fix this thing. Fix it by the grace of God. In the name of Jesus. Why, why is, why is, why is, uh, why do you become an enemy? Because lost, the very principle of lost is to lead you far from God. Lost is anti-spirit. Lost is anti-spirit. Lost is anti-Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit leads you this way, lost will lead you that way. So lost is the, is the, is the code that, that, that assures enmity. So even if you are a child of God, you can be moving far from God when lost becomes the governing principle of your life. Now, of course, if you are moving far from God, how can you be useful to God? So, so if you are Satan, what will you do? Though they are saved, help them to retain lust. Because when they retain lust, they are saved in their spirit, but they are, they are like not saved. They have, they have the, same, the same way an unsaved person is useful to Satan. is the same way a saved person can be useful to Satan when lust is retained. With lust, you won't walk with God. Now, is it a normal condition that somebody cannot receive from God? Is that not a curse? Yes, sir. It says cannot receive from God. It's a curse. With lust, you can't receive from God. And you know you need all these things. So if you cannot receive from God, you receive from, from the world, from, from Satan, from the principles that govern the world. Are we together here? So the plan, the, the plan is that the, the enemy would like to keep you an enemy. That's Satan. Are you together with me? You know Satan himself is an enemy of God. So he's, 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 he's perfect in the art of making us enemies of God. Now, to be an enemy of God is not to say, God, I hate you. Yeah. To be an enemy of God is not to choose him. Yeah. And the way not to choose him. Uh, now, now, God will never be your enemy. But you can be his enemy. When you allow lust, have a few days. What is lust? I've told you. Lust is, is the principle. Are you together with me? The, 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 the principle, you know, that, that, that governs your desires, which is not from God. Of course, which is primarily the exaltation of self. 
Are my friends here? Now, if we can deal with lust, we can perfect the art of receiving. And if we can receive good enough from God, we will change the world. Don't you think that our greatest uh, uh, weapon will be receiving from God? If there's anything Jesus perfected, it's receiving from God. Now, a lot of us don't know how to receive from God, and it's, it's because we have not dealt with the principle of lust. Now, the, the principle of loss has, has to be dealt with. It has to be dealt with. It has to be really dealt with. We have to be taught and trained on how to deal with it so that we can receive from God. Can you lift up your right hand and say, I'm not an enemy of God? So whoever will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. So when, you, when, when, we, when we begin to look at lust, one of the things we have to, one of the things we have to look at in understanding lust is that the wep- one of the weapons that lust, lust wields. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Is mammon. Mammon. Which we are going to look at very soon. So whoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. The next verse. Quickly. Do you think that the scripture said in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lost us to envy? This scripture can... This... Uh, <laughs> Put new KJV so that you can understand this. <laughs> it will just confuse you completely because the word lost here has nothing to do with the lost we have been looking at. <laughs> do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Put, put a simpler scripture so that we can understand. I want to show you something. Or do you think or do you think the scripture says without reason that the spirit that the spirit he caused to live in us envies intensely? Envies. So listen, lust wants you. The spirit wants you. So lust will make you an enemy. The spirit will make you a friend. Put another version, please. What do you think the scripture means when they say that the spirit God has filled us with is, is filled with envy? So there is a passion with which God wants us. Yes. I pray that today you feel that passion. Yes. There is a passion yes. which God wants us. There is a passion. God is passionate about the conditions of our hearts. God is passionate. Give me the TPT if you have it. I like, I like that translation. Do you have it? If you don't have it, someone can read it for me. Does the scripture mean nothing to you that says, the spirit that God is within our hearts yeah. is a jealous lover who intensely desires to have more, to have more and more of us. Aha. Ah, you don't have TPT. Are you together with me? Give him a microphone, let him take, take a microphone. This microphone. 
All right. Wait, wait. Let them put it on. The person putting it on is in Katangura. Does the scripture mean nothing to you that says the spirit that God breathed into our, into our hearts is a jealous lover? Somebody say jealous lover. Jealous lover. So, so you, some of you don't know how your condition is hurting God. Do you know what it means when you are willing to give your children stuff and they can't receive? And they are living hopelessly on the road as if they have a useless father like orphans. A lot of you are not blessed as you should be because of lust. And you think God is not answering your prayer. No, there is a principle at work in you that can't make you receive. A principle, a worldly principle. Friendship with this world. Now we need to break that thing this morning. I believe in the word of God. Now, what I'm preaching to a great extent, God has worked it in me. We are still at work in it. And I feel like I have the, uh, the commission to help you out on this issue. We can deal with it. I believe we can deal with this thing today. I'm not trying to preach a good message. I'm trying to shift you internally so that you can be properly positioned. And then you will be a receiver. All right, read it, brother. They have changed their mind. Uh, so, because of the screen, <laughs> where are these people? Where are these people? Is <laughs> a jealous, is a jealous lover who intensely desires to have more and more of us. He intensely desires to have more and more of us. So you can see the strategic role that lost is playing. That God will not have you. Huh? A there is a role lost is playing. So we need to begin to investigate closely at and look into the principle that is governing our asking. Which of course is the principle governing our lives. And I tell you the truth, you have to be taught because we were all born into lust. It's a it's the way of the world. Now, it's not the way of the world as a terrible person. You see, 90% of all the books, 99% of all the books that you have read is lost. The good ones, not the bad ones. <laughs> it's lost. It's lost. You, you, every, day you, every day you went to school is the principles of lost. And so when you are talking to God, you don't even know what you are saying. God is just looking at you. Come on, you forgot also. Everything about us, we are trained to lust. Uh, even the pastor in the ministry is, is governed by lust. Many times. The pastor himself. He does not, he does not know who is pastor or who is not pastor. Even the pastor is governed by lust. Yeah. The spirit that breathes into our heart is a jealous lover who intensely desires to have more and more of us. Alright, the next verse. But he who continues 
No, no, no. Go back to the KJV. Let's read KJV again. Are you blessed this morning? Yes, sir. But he who, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So what happens is that when you track lost and you are beginning to detonate lost, can I talk to you? What you will acquire is humility. Are you together with me? Your acquisition is humility. Listen, there are some virtues in the spirit that when they come from God, hear me, hear this one. There are some virtues, they are godly virtues. Immediately they are coming from the spirit realm because Satan is the God of this world. When they get into the, the earth space, Satan wears upon them shame. So they are godly virtues, but they look like shame on earth. The reason for that is that, so that you will not want it. One of it is patience. It says, let patience finish a perfect work. Eventually, it will make the man of God thorough. Another one is humility. The road of humility is a road that we don't like to take. And that's why people who don't want to take that road and God loves them, they have to take to be humbled. There is humbled, there is humility. (laughs) Now, when you have been humbled, you are not yet humble. You have just been humbled so that you can now be in a place where you can now choose humility. And that's because God loves you. Humility is preached. But to be humbled is to be judged by God himself. Yes, that's the chastisement of God. When you are not ready to receive sense, spiritual sense, it will humble you. Then you can now choose to be humble. So, when you, when you want to, oh my goodness. When you are done with lust and you say, no, you want to follow God, then you would, you would enter humility. You will be on the path of humility, on that road of humility, which the flesh does not like. Are we together here? Yes, sir. The flesh does not like it. How many of us like humility? You don't like it. For you to like humility, you must have another encounter with God. It's not a natural, not a natural thing. We don't like humility. We like to. It's a natural thing. You know, last week I just came back from. We just. So when you leave lost alone and you decide not to be governed by lost, are we together, friends? Then the world will the world will 
will show you pepper. Things will not go smoothly. I tell you, this. listen, I, listen. If you want things to go smoothly with you, embrace lust. Because it's called friendship with the world. It means that the world will treat you right. For example, if, you, if I wanted this meeting to be bigger, eh, there are things to do. There are people to put on the flyer that will gather more people. Am I together? Yeah. If I put one or two comedians on the flyer, yes, and put a musician who is mixed breed. Yeah, bull and Asian. You know, if I... <laughs> Now, if I, if I did that, are we together here? Yes, Praise God. If I did that, I will be led by my lust for what crowd? Now, is crowd part of God's promise for me? Yes. But they are souls. In lust, they are crowd. And that will make me feel like a bigger man of God. Now, there are, if I do that, the world... Am I preaching? I don't know, I don't know if I'm preaching it. Huh? Why, why do you think we put people to clap for you when you are coming to church? Because we know it works on you. Because you feel great. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. <laughs> Mm. You were walking slowly. So we celebrate you. We celebrate We celebrate you. It works. I've not said that is right or wrong. That's your business. I'm just preaching my Bible. So, so I can, we can get it more. But if I, if I don't want to do that, then I must go through the journey of humility. But after a while, grace will come. Then you will now start achieving by grace. Which is now the power of God. Now, many people are not living a life that will command that power. And their results don't have the power of God. That was why it was important for Joshua, when God told Joshua about how to get good success. The word good success is the God kind of success. But it will take the journey of meditation and focusing on the word, on the truth. Are you together with yes, me? Sir. Now, one thing loss does not have is that loss does not have time. Loss does not have time. And a lot of you don't have time. A lot of you don't freaking have garden time. <laughs> you don't you got no time. You got no time. As this year is ending, you are calculating your age. And you are checking what should have happened by now. Now that thinking is lost. Lord, because it's, it's a worldly thinking. Yes. That's why it has not come from God. 
Because God must take out lust before he releases grace. I don't know if you are now seeing why we are not seeing the hand of God and the power of God as we ought to see it. It's lost. It's lost. Can I say another thing? I'm sorry to say this, but I say say it. The ministry in Lagos is powered by lust, most of it. I'm sorry, I don't... If you are close to me, you know I'm not a critical person. If you know me, I'm not. I've learned not to be. But a new generation is on the scene. I must now speak to them. I must now speak to them. What you meant on ground was bad. If you go that lane, you will not see grace. Go back to my James, please. Are we all still here? Yes, sir. Are we having fellowship? Yes, sir. So it gives grace. The verse 5. Let's go to verse 5. Now, do you think the scripture says in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us, in us lost us to envy? But read this. But he gives more grace. He gives grace. So what God gives is grace. Yes, sir. I said God gives grace. I want you to say God gives grace. God gives grace. I want you to say God gives grace. Can you say one more time that God gives grace? God gives grace. So, one of the character of God... And one of his abilities is that what? He gives grace. So, so you, can, you, can, you, can, you can fulfill the will of God for your life because God will give grace. Now, what's grace? Grace is the power of God. Grace is the power of God. Grace also conveys the spirit of God. So it's not in it's not enough that you got something done. The question is by what did you get it done? If you got it by lost, it means that the spirit that that operation that that success, the spirit it releases In, in the realms of the spirit, the means is the authority. The end is not the authority. In the realm of the spirit, the what? The, the means is the authority. For example, if, if a crowd fools this conference, and we thank God for the numbers that we have had, the success is not the crowd. The issue is what's the means? Now, the ministration, what would... We might be preaching, but what will minister, what will enter people's souls? It's not the, it's not that it's not the numbers. It's the spirit that brought the numbers. That is the impartation. 
That's why the church appears successful, but the members are weak. Why? Because the spirit that brought that success is not the grace of God. So when there is success without the spirit of God, the people will be weak. Oh my goodness, let the power of God come upon me. Are you together with me, friends? So it's about the spirit. Now, a lot have chosen the way of lust. And so they, they have the result, but don't carry the impartation. That can change a generation. Because in the kingdom, are you together with me? Can I say this one? In the kingdom, it's not success, it's victory. It's not were you successful, it's were you victorious. <laughs> there are two different things. In the world, is were you successful? In the kingdom, is what? Were you victorious? Did a demon, did a principality fall? In the world, is were you successful? In the kingdom, is what? Were you victorious? Wow. Wow. So, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego faced that king, what they brought first was victory, not success. Yeah. That's why they can, they could have died and still be victorious. Wow. So, the plan was not we won't die. The plan is we won't bow. Now, when, when success comes to you first before victory, you, you, will, you will be in the prayer in the hands of Satan. Because Satan can give success anyhow. Now, he promised Jesus success. He said, look at all these things I will give to you. But Jesus Christ said, I won't bow. It means that he wanted to collect his victory and give him success. We have a successful church. But is it victorious? It's successful, but is it what victorious? A lot of you are married or planning to get married, but it, it, it might be successful. But is he a victorious one? That man, was it God that gave you? That woman, was it grace that gave you? Or you want the success of marriage, but you didn't have victory? If you marry an unbeliever, it's not victorious. If you marry someone God did not do for you, it's not victorious. It can be successful. Now, that's lost. The word calculates success. The kingdom calculates victory. Wow. Are we here? Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. We're actually reading 13. I just want to buttress what I just said so that you can know it's an ordinance. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. No, no, one twelve. 
Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from what the power of darkness and conveyed us what into the kingdom. So in the in the kingdom is about victory. We have victory over darkness and access into kingdom. So we're talking about church growth before member find victory. That's why churches are growing without prayer. Because you don't need prayer to succeed. But you need prayer to be victorious. In Lagos, currently, you can, talk, you can grow a successful church without prayers. Because you don't need prayers to succeed. You need strategy to succeed. You need brilliance to succeed. But to have victory, now you need to rise up as a giant in prayers. By the message of God, we've had the people that are praying daily for about five years now. And I keep telling my leaders that the daily prayers are more important to me than the Sunday services and the Wednesday services because I know what that one is doing. That's the one that is important to me. The prayers. So that we can be on the path of... So, so what's humility? So as you are doing all of that, the world will deal with you. Sometimes shame will come upon you. Then you will cling to the Lord. That's humility. Meaning that you are no longer getting validation from this world because you are not even getting anything from there. So it makes you closer to the Lord. Now that's humility. You see, humility is not to be small. It's to be close. It's to be close to God. (laughs) Humility is not to be small. It's to be close to God. That's the definition of humility. Just being close to the Father. You are humble. Are we preaching here? Delivered us from the power of darkness. So that's it. It's the deliverance. It's the victory. It's the victory. It's the victory. It's the victory. In the kingdom is victory, not success. Oh, Rabika Vene. Aya no no mesa. It's victory, not success. I said it's victory, not success. Now, if you now if you don't understand this, Satan will always cheat you. If both of you meet ten times, you will win ten times. Because he owns success. And, you know, and there's something about when somebody owns what you want most. You have to serve the person. But guess what? In the realms of victory I'm talking about, he has been defeated. In that realm, Jesus has messed him up. The only place he, he has anything is success. But he doesn't have anything in matters around victory. Oh! But in the long run, you will find out that victory, one of his sons, is success. Wow! Victory. Success is never a reward for victory. No. It's a son. It's a byproduct of victory. That's why some people are victorious and won't be successful. Yes. Yes. It's loss that makes you hype success. He said by faith, some of them did not receive the promise. Victory. By faith, some of them were sworn into two. Victory. If you look at it from the lens of success, you say, ah, Allah my God gave me Simi Because you don't know victory. By faith. 
By faith, some of them did successful things. They stopped the mouth of lions. By faith, some of them did not do anything. By faith, some of them said, I have to die. Because when you, when you have victory, success will not bully you. Victory. How do you, how do you get victory? You find the will of God and stay there. <laughs> you get victory. Find the will of God, stay there. Want nothing else. Find the will of God and what and stay there. You find God's will and what? And you stay there. Just relax. You can sit on the floor. Jerry, sit there. Enjoy your life. It's your father's house. Are we together, friends? You find the will of God and you stay there. That's that's victory. That's victory. Ah, if you can shift, you step into power. If this shift I'm seeing, if it happens to you, you enter another realm. If this what I'm seeing, if it enters inside you, you will be on another realm. You'll be you will know what is called freedom. You will know freedom. If it enters you, you will step into freedom. Satan will have to go and look for another way to fight you. Because you have already passed that one now. You know many people have missed God because of success? Many people. Listen, you can be doing something very successful and God will say, it's time to leave it. If you have not prioritized victory, you will not even know it's God talking to you. You don't even know. You say, ah, this thing, you think that's where you're meant to die. Because it's working. Say, don't leave what works. <laughs> now, something can be working and God says, so yeah, leave it. Go to another thing. Now, if you, are, if you are one who is worshiping success, you can't even hear so it means that the will of God will not, will not prosper in your hands. Hey. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. I see you rising up with wings like eagle. The language of the kingdom is victory, not success. The language of the kingdom is victory. You you have victory into the kingdom, which I just read in Colossians chapter 1. And you also get victories for the kingdom. Now, the challenge we have is that a lot of us are counting successes under Satan's kingdom. How does it make sense? You are under Satan's kingdom and you are counting success. It's still his success. If you are Satan's slave, you can't say you are prospering. <laughs> because the master owns the slave and his goods. So until we, have, until we have perfected victory, even our success is not our own. Because under whose authority, under whose government, is this success taking place? 
How can you marry somebody say God, God says you should not marry and you had, you had a successful wedding? <laughs> How was the wedding successful in the first place? When the, when the marriage itself is not victorious. <laughs> Praise God. How can you have a successful church when the principle of it is Satan's principle? That's, that means you are, that's Satan's harvest. It's not God's harvest. I have more things to say. I just pray that you can take it from me. I have, I have others, but I'm very careful of some of the things I'm going to be saying here. But if you are the right crowd, we'll say it. Yeah, it's not with, it's your, it's with your heart. Your heart will let me know. You know, that was what assured the rich young ruler not to have a place in the kingdom. It was success. It was that lost. When he came, he was rich. Pam. Young. Pam. Ruler. Pam. So it was that switch Jesus was... All this thing, shit, take it, go sell it, go give it to the poor. Then shift, carry cross, wheel. Take the cross and then follow me. So they were delivering him from success and bringing him to the wheel. So that he can have a path. So with all those success, this man didn't have life. Because what can I do to have life? That man had more, he had more, he had more level than Jesus in, in, in Israel. Yeah, in Israel, he had more level. Yes, sir. He was rich. It's weird. I like to force Jesus that he's rich, he's rich. We motivational preachers. We said that his clothes, that they cut into, into this thing because it's expensive. <laughs> but it was because there was a prophecy. We like to force that he was rich, but I don't know how somebody will reach that don't have money to pay tight. <laughs> to pay tax. They had to, they had to, they asked him for tax. There was no cobo in their account. Jesus had a ministry of zero, the account was zero. Jesus Christ had zero account balance on earth. The church Judas said, you don't, what you don't, what you what you don't. But there's victory. And then he used victory to go get money. That was victory. A certain ruler asked him, say, good teacher, what, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Huh? Let's continue reading now. Praise God. It was a rich young ruler, right? Successful, but not victorious. Successful, but not victorious. Listen, you are in this new season, you are coming into victories. Victory is God's plan for you. I said victory is God's plan for you. 
Now you can understand the delay. The reason for those delays is that God was trying to teach you something. Say, live success, come and pursue victory. Come and get victory. People who have left this victory place, they are the ones that say, everything is not prayer, prayer. Everything is not prayer, prayer. You are a silly goat. You are a billy goat. Everything, why is everything not prayer, prayer? Do you know what prayer is? Prayer means I'm alignment. Prayer means I'm hearing God. Prayer means I'm getting perspective. Because I want victory, not just success. God, what are you saying on the, about this matter? So that we don't run out of skelter. What's the solution? Oh Lord my God. Praise God. This is where I want you to read. Is this the story of the rich young ruler? Alright, let's read it. Next verse. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery and all of that. What's the next one? All these things I have kept from my youth. So when Jesus heard this, he said to him, you see lack one thing. Sell all that you have. Distribute to the poor and you have what? Treasure in heaven. <laughs> Can I talk here? Yes. Now the word treasure in heaven, because that's the next scripture we're going to. We go to Matthew chapter 6. Maybe we start from 19 or thereabout. The word treasure from heaven here, you see, because what that guy had was, you see, treasure in heaven can never be money. Why? Because they don't spend money in heaven. It's not like make money, I've put storm, there's no money in heaven. That treasure in heaven was talking about was the upgrade of his heart. Because can I talk to you here? Because as it was then, what his heart interpreted as treasure was those things that he had. So they needed to upgrade his heart on what he counts as treasure. So they were going to upgrade him and, 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 and transfer his sense of identity from things to heaven. So that's what I was trying to say. Let's upgrade this guy. That is complete deliverance from mammon. So that and complete deliverance from lust. So that nothing in this world gives you a sense of identity. That you are not getting an identity from what you have. And you are not feeling, what you have is not where your worth comes from. Now that's a mind that has been spiritualized. The the, the heart has been rewired. And the, the heart now knows that value is not here. So that's what they wanted to do to him. That go sell everything. Immediately you sell everything, you will enter an humble place where you will stay close to me. Because we'll not just go sell everything. That's not the point. The point is sell everything, then carry your cross, then follow me. What's cross? Cross is will. It's the will of God. Follow me, intimacy. So that way we can, we can adjust your soul, adjust your heart so that your heart can be spiritual. Because what the enemy is doing to us is that he's making our heart not spiritual. And when our heart is not spiritual, grace will not come upon us. Now, spirituality is not the weight of tongues. It's the contemplations of the soul. 
It's not the weight of tongues. It's contemplations of the soul. The value, the arrangement of value in your within. How does your within arrange value? What is valuable to you inside? And that's what makes you spiritual. Thank you. Is this happening already here? Yes, I said, is it happening? Yes, oh my goodness. Can we pray in the Holy Ghost? There is, there, is, there is need for prayers. Pray. Please pray, I beg you. There is a download already. We need to... We need to receive. Aradila Bashaka Tomasia Aradala Baba 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 Baragades Legadia Sunemeregade Shalabar Legadela Bosen Americatosha Mandela Bogosia Ladaba Shaladika Maragatola Boshagadia Sekade Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Alaga dilebo shatarabisa. Alaka tomo sharadie. Zalatema Sakataladisha. Receive, receive, receive. Exchange. Let there be, let there be a holy exchange. Exchange. Aradala Basala Kataladasha. Ila dala baga seke tomosha. Ile dele bogo zile bo shakatia. Mando robogo zoko tolobo shadabia. Ara dila basa la katosha. 
Legedele Bogo Zoko Tolobo Shababa. Alagadile Bogo Siele Katai. Ala katoma shaladia, mara Malakato Saladina Elagadia Sasana Lasaniate Karadila Bosheke Temaska Liberegadia Sono Morocco Shabalika Ilegadombilia Sifaradishka Ayaya Ayaya Ki atome la ketule besi kabaya. Ilege duname soferadisha. La ketomo zokorodo shalabika. Maragado zikaradia shakote. Zelege die sanina. Ah, le ketomosha. Le ketomosha. Ila diname si akaradia sefene. La gadia somele fesu kebele Uregedina masia karabaya Ala gadie sana Ala katomo sikeledika Malakatolo Zunameradisha Likatomo Zokorodo Sheketia Ilege Dila Bazoko Tolobo Shadala Bega Ilege Dina Masia Katosa I'm free Lord, I'm free Lord I'm free to serve you I'm free to, to follow you I'm free to worship you your seat. The supernatural exchange is going on. 
you know, you know, the 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 the, the spirit of lust or mammon is perpetrated via one of the tools of it is fear. It's fear. Fear is one of the tools the enemy uses. Anytime you want to disobey mammon, an attack of fear is sent. Fear. Fear is the weapon of mammon. And that's why the Bible says that a lot have been put in bondage. Huh? Via what? The fear of death. Huh? Give me that scripture, please. I think it's in Second Timothy. Are we? Hebrews. Fear of death. After that, you'll give me Second Timothy chapter 1. Read it for me, please. Yeah, so it uses fear to keep us under the bondage of mammon. Fear. Fear. A lot of us, all our decisions are, are led by fear. You do what you don't want to do because of fear. Are you with me? But I trust God to deal with fear. It's fear. That was the reason for the burning furnace. That was the fear that, that, is, that made sure people worshipped the image. Not that you like the image, but you are afraid that if you don't worship the image. So if you have not defeated the fear of the fire, you are sure that you will worship that image. Huh? But this morning we... we, we we unearth the scripture that says that he has not given us the spirit of fear. It becomes reality. Huh? It becomes what? Praise God. It becomes what? Can you take the person away from that place? He might not have grace for today. Please. Put, let somebody else who has more grace for today. Maybe you have grace for the night. You can see sit down there. You don't have to. You have grace for the service. Huh? No, no, this is not it. I think it's First Timothy then. Are we blessed? Okay, it's one seven. I was correct. For God has not given us what? A spirit of fear. Did you see that? Yes, sir. So mammon, mammon operates by what? By fear. Do you know a lot of us are afraid of the consequences of following God? And so, and so we are in between. And that's adultery. You still come back home, but you have gone out. In between. Are my friends here? In between. And in between, in between frustrates flow. 
Because the double-minded person should not expect to receive anything from God. So if you are in between, God can still bless you. Are you understanding what we are talking about? So can you see that there is a way? There is a boldness. You don't just listen to this message and just make sense. No. You have to step in 100%. If we don't step in 100%, God won't show up. That's the reason why God, this, I'm telling you exactly why God hasn't showed up. We're in Lagos here now. They said the instrumentalists must collect money in Lagos. But we are in Lagos. They said for you to have any church that his music is nice, you must be paying your instrumentalists. We are in Lagos. We are not paying the instrumentalists. I'm the one collecting tithes and... Sometimes they even purchase the equipment themselves. Not to borrow the church. They purchase it as church own. You want to play keyboard, you are better have money to buy one. <laughs> but fear. Fear of, hey, there will not be music. If there's no music, people will not come. It's upholding a godly principle, not victory enough. It's victory enough. Victory is greater than success. If you go for victory, you will not serve Satan. There are many things they have said if you don't do, you won't be, but they are all lies. I said they are all lies. See the way they are debating about uh, musicians, whether they should charge or not. We don't have time for those useless talks. There are different levels of life. If that's the level you want to be talking about, you want to enjoy it. Talking about charging, that's what that's your level. Enjoy it. But he gives grace. There is a there is a blessing that comes by grace. When you are beginning to argue with people whether you should, you should charge them or not, you will know it's a smelly conversation. That's not of the Lord. There's grace. Now, we say we have seen what success can produce. But in these days, we will now see what grace can do. Grace. He has not given us the spirit of what? Of fear. But what? No, no, that's not how you say power. Of what? Power. 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 Lord, some man, we operate with power. We operate with what? Love and what? Summer. Operative. Power. Containing this power is boldness. Audacity. Because of victory, we will say no to things. Because we want victory. We have prioritized victory before success. I wish I can hear somebody shout victory. It is victory that clears our heavens. That makes us dispel principalities. Success makes success also stop them. But those guys up there, victory will send them out. Clear them off. Victory will clear them off. Are my friends here? 
So the, it, it weaponizes fear. And um, fear doesn't allow us to receive from God and to rebel against Satan. Now let's quickly jump to Matthew chapter 6. Are you enjoying these documents God is giving us? We'll start from 19. Now, do not live up for yourselves treasures on earth. That's the condition of the heart. Don't forget. Don't, don't see earthly things as treasure. Don't, don't. If your treasure is on the earth, you are earthly. Is the word treasure? What's the meaning of treasure? Who can describe what's treasure? Value. Uh-huh. Eh? What? Longs after. Who was that? What's treasure? Eh? Precious. He says, no, don't. Cash should not be precious. House should not be. House should not be everything to your heart. Marriage should not be everything. Popularity should not be the treasure. He says, don't let this thing, this place be treasure. Because that will be the condition of your heart. Why? He says, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Give me old KJV. Oh. See, lay up no treasures for yourself where moth and rust doth corrupt. In other places, it says, doth easily corrupt. Yeah. And you know what happened? What he's saying to us? He says, when, when the earth is where treasure is, you don't have authority against Satan. It says, it doth easily corrupt. You will be seeing Satan stresslessly. Satan will have a field day. Satan will rule. It says, doth easily corrupt. Today you are depressed. Tomorrow you are happy. Because your treasure is here. He said, you have, Satan has room. That's Satan's house. He said, doth corrupt. Where thieves break and steal. They break. Uh, are we together here? Yes, it means that you are not guarded. It means that what you have is not really your own. Because anytime Satan wants, he messes you up. Doth easily corrupt. Huh? Doth easily corrupt. Thieves will break through and steal. You are not powerful. There won't be authority. Because it's not your own. Hmm? Alright? But lay up treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rod doth corrupt. It's at that level, uh, you have authority. You can stress like, get out of here! He goes. Doth not easily corrupt. And where thieves do not break through. Now, they, they, they make efforts. But they don't break through. Oh, sha. They don't break through. I said they don't break through. They don't break through. Me, as you see like this, so they don't break through this one. No. They will try, but you won't break through. He says, the enemy came to me, but he found nothing. He wanted to break through. He said, ah, I can't break through this one. Why? Because of the quality of heart. See? 
For where your treasure is, what you count treasure, there will your heart be. There will your heart be. Now, Pastor, you please get up. Please. Sorry, but please. You know, when, when Adam was in the garden, he was walking and growing, being like Jesus, being like God, until sin came. Huh? When sin came, the, re, the, the pronouncement released upon him is, from the dust, you came. So, so he started his journey from dust. But not to end as dust, was to end as God. But when sin came, he said, to dust, you return. So if your treasure is in the earth, it says your heart will be running to be earthly. So you are perpetuating the curse in the garden, a continuation of that curse. So the heart is no longer spiritual, it's not godly. Why? Because he has made earth treasure. And where treasure is, where treasure is, the heart conforms. So if the treasure is here, the heart so the challenge we have is that we have resurrected spirits, but dead hearts. And it is with heart we have authority in the second heaven. Am I preaching here? In the heavens that governs the earth, is with heart you have authority. It's not with salvation. It's not, you don't have authority over princes by believers' authority. No. It's the quality of your heart that determines whether those guys will listen or not. So why does the church in Nigeria not have authority? Our art is on the floor. You can see that. Why is our heart on the floor? Because our treasure is on the floor. That's why a church can have a conference and all the speakers are businessmen. And that's a curse. Because when he was, when he was ascending, he told us that he gave us gifts. And the gifts he gave us are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers of business executives. And the reason for that is that we are meant to focus on conforming to sonship. Maturity was meant to be the focus. But we we left maturity and went to success. That's why we had to change those we bring to the pulpit. So instead of the fivefold, we brought speakers. Are we here? Yes, sir. So we brought speakers for the for people's success. You see, but people don't have victory. Yeah. And then the enemy is having a field day. And then the people's hearts, Mammon is king. Mammon is king. And so we can't sack Satan over a city, over a territory. We don't have power. Yeah. Now, money is not power. How you got it is the power.
I want to I want to give you some minutes to cry before Jesus. Two minutes. Pour your heart to Jesus.
Amen. Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Hello, try listen, try listen to me. Praise God. Amen. Amen. ago you can sit down some some weeks ago I was um, I had an, the Lord Jesus gave me a particular understanding you know and um, he was explaining to me the parable he shared with his can you hear me he was explaining to me the parable he shared with his um, disciples in Matthew chapter 13. And um, that was why we came to your school, Bridget. You know, the Lord told me that um, about the sow and the, the seed, he, one of, the, one of the seeds that was sown, the Bible said that the guy, the, the, there was excitement. But he said, because of the cares of, of this world, the, the, it choked, it choked the seed. And Jesus was speaking to me and he told me to go to the universities. It's very expensive coming to universities, especially with the many things that we're doing. And um, that time we just finished one some weeks ago, you know. And I thank you guys in Funab that made sure we came around, Okwe and Biju and the other guys. And he said that the only, he said that thing called cares of this world is so powerful. That thing called cares is a very powerful thing. It's one of the things lost wields. The legitimate needs of life. He said the only time that they will be in this least potency is when those, these guys are in university. He says when they come out of university, he said the, cares, the power of the cares of this world would increase. So Jesus told me, he said, go to the universities and go plant the seed of the kingdom now. Hopefully, it will be strong enough and it will be because even when you plant it then, it's not sure that, that when they come out, I will stay. But talk less of when, you see, the most difficult person, that's why it's called, that seed there 
is not a message. It's the seed of the kingdom. Jesus, on his stay on earth, made it clear to us that there are different kind of messages. When he was talking about the end, he said, until the message of the kingdom is preached. There is the message of the kingdom. And that is the only message that can cause the establishment of God's kingdom upon the face of the earth. And that's the message that can sack Satan. And I tell you the truth, that a lot of the messages do not, it's not of the kingdom. Yeah. It will do one or two things, but it's not of the kingdom. And then the Lord said, this is, this is the time to go plant the message of the kingdom. Now, I said that to say this, that, listen, God's hope is on us now. I tell you for a fact, please believe me, that what God has tried to do with a lot of people, he's been unable to do it all. And now he's going, to, he's going another generation behind, which is us, which is you. I tell you. I tell you. Definitions are now going to change very soon. I don't know if you are ready for a prophetic word. See, those we call father of the faith, what was, those, what was known as father of the faith is changing. Before, father of the faith was on the basis of popularity. It's no more like that. It has shifted. The Lord has moved. I can categorically tell you, if you are willing to hear, that the Lord our God has moved. He has, he has packed his load. He's now doing business with new set of people. He's done. I'm telling you, I'm t- <laughs> done. He's now speaking to a new generation and is now setting new leadership into his body. You see, may you not see as a leader who's God, who God doesn't see as a leader again. Because a lot of us see our leaders from the television, TBN, no more. He's done. Like, like God is done. He has moved away. He's not there. You will see things happening. God is not there. He's moved completely. And he's trying again. And how do you know where God is? Where his spirit is. That's where God is. And I said that to say to you that there is serious there is an urgency of the spirit upon you. Yeah, upon you. What you are experiencing now is not natural. What you are experiencing now is not good conference. It is that you are in a divine moment. It's not good conference. It's not the power of the meeting. What, the, what this meeting is activating is the will of God for our times and seasons. That's why you feel the weight you feel. Now, this weight you feel, you would only feel it in chosen places. You won't feel it everywhere. This level of repentance you are going through, you won't go through it everywhere because the Spirit of God is no more everywhere. Now, that's not one of the easiest things to say, but I have to say it.
I don't know. We can't finish the, the, the message. No, we can't. Let's not. I plan to finish it, but we can't. Because it's a, it's a huge document. We still need another. We need to start again. We need at least another two hours or none of that. What God has told me to share. Can't finish it. And in the night, we have something else to talk about. But there is a new wiring going on inside you. Let me show you one last thing. I'll skip a lot, but let me show you one last thing. I was meant to start the the conversation around Mammon in Matthew chapter 6, but that will, that's a whole lot we need to unpack there. Go to John chapter 6. Maybe I'll pick this up. Maybe on the on the New Year's, um, the Wednesday, the first Wednesday of the year, or some, if God still permits us to operate at this frequency. John chapter six. Can I have my hard copy Bible, please? Are you blessed? Yes. Are you having that experience that you are meant to have with the Lord? Are you? Is the Holy Ghost working on your heart? Do you sense a purging? Yes. Now, in John chapter 6, verse 1, I just want to say something to you that will, you know, give you broader perspective and give you strength and grace. But I wish we had time to build all of this. We're meant to build this to a crescendo, but one of these challenges we are still having when this our time stuff and all of that, but we we'll still respect it till the glory hits us, and then we won't be able to respect it anymore. Let's not force things. All right, praise God. After these things, I'm looking for the corporate. The person will not want to show himself. All right, quickly, just what time is that? Praise God. Whose time? I let the person confess. Whose zone is that? Oh, 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 praise God. All right. <laughs> now, I want, I, want us, I want to give us a practical story of one who has dealt with mammon. Who has mammon nice grabs. So that you can see how it looks like. So that you can know how to be and begin to practice it. Now, after this, you just cross over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea of Tiberias. And a huge crowd kept following him wherever he went because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed the hill and sat down with, with his disciples around him. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus saw, give me KJV, let's stay with, oh, you don't have KJV. Jesus saw a huge crowd of him, of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we, 
Where, when shall we buy? Oh my goodness. When shall we buy bread that these may eat? He's already trained on the wheel. So when you are trained and weaned, W-E-A-N-E-D, on the wheel, the, the capacity to think impossible does not exist. Yes. So you see, when, when, when he saw the crowd, the only thing that came to his mind is feeding them without doing the math. Why? Because he had matured beyond success. All he does is the will. And in the will, these people need to be fed. Are you together with me? And then the will happens by grace. The executing of the will happens by grace. So he has lost the ability to be thinking, to be doing the mask. Can I feed them? Can I not feed them? The question is should they be fed? If the answer is yes, then they will be fed. Are you together? Well, because not that he wants to feed them, it's beyond him. It's just in the wheel. Feeding them is part of the part of it. So as a as a okay, for GCC, for example, as we're as we're printing now, if if we need another hall or another place, if if we have truly reason. It should be, it should be, it's time to move. Not can we move? Do we have money to move? No. Are we meant to move now? Then what do you do? You step out. Then it will happen. Because you are printing the wheel. Because success checks back and counts. Victory checks the heart of the Father, the will of the Father. Are we together for Pastor Zach, is it easy like that? Yes, it is. The first thing is not to do it. It's not to try and doing it. It's trying and embracing the wheel. First mature into that and you'll find out that it's not a tough thing. Anything that is difficult is because you don't yet know it. When Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw a great complaint come unto him, he said unto Philip, huh? Why did he say unto Philip? Inviting him. His invitation. He could do it without saying unto Philip. Inviting Philip into the process of kingdom at, kingdom in the move or move in motion. So, um, Philip, why, why are we going to buy bread that this may eat? And this is said to prove him. For he himself knew what he will do. You get it? was inviting Philip. It was inviting him. Eh? It was inviting him into that realm. Yeah. So that he wanted to purify the guy. That's what you, that's what you call prophecy. When they release a word that is contrary to where you are. You are like, ah, me. No, it's, it's the will. It's just invitation. Invitation. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, 
That's this where Philip is. Philip is in Mark's. Jesus is in the wheel. That every one of them may take a little. When, you are, when, when success governs you, you will be very brilliant. But grace will not be at work. Now, these are the levels of success we are seeing in ministry. You can calculate it. But when you enter grace, you, do, you won't be able to calculate to make sense out of what is happening. And that will be how your life will begin to go from now on. Yeah. You didn't hear me. I said your life will follow this pattern. Yeah. When they check the outcome, when they do the math, it won't add up. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two fishes, two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Huh? Can I talk to you? Yes, that was the beginning of light, revelation. That other guy just got a little, a drop, boom, but it's not full enough. Because it takes foolishness to mention. But it was in, the, it was in that field, that field of light. So small drops. That's why he mentioned it. That's why as leaders, you must learn to, to let your people speak. Because they carry revelation. As leaders, when you gather your leaders... Or you want to solve a problem, ask what they think. They will solve it. They will say something that you will know is from heaven. And you guys can go on that path. A leader should not, don't take all the decisions. You don't have everything. That's why God brought you as a team. So you ask, what do you think? Let them speak. Be sure that when you people gather, solution will come out. Ah, we're not meant to be here. So, do you know we got here? There are still a lot of things we're meant to look at and now land here. There is a lad which has five barely loaves and two fish. But what does he, you understand? It was just a little bit. But what are they among so many? Let me, Jesus said, Oh, yeah, I will tell you what they are among so many. Jesus said, make the men sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place. So, the men sat down. In number about 5,000 men. Sit down. Hmm? Confidence. Do you, do you set table when you have no cockatra? <laughs> make them sit down. Like, arrange the table. Organize them. It's very easy. When you're operating in that wheel, it comes with assurance. And assurance shows, it shows in your actions. It shows in your preparation. A lot of us wait on God. That's nonsense. When you're sure God is doing something, you will move. He was behaving as though he has saved food. Let them sit. So the men sat in number. I'm, these are just protocols of dealing with mammon. Mm. Let's read. 
Jesus took the loaves and what? When he had given thanks. Now, how do you give thanks? Five loaves of bread, two fishes to feed 5,000 men and thanksgiving came out. It must mean that he's not connected, he's not linked to the earth. Because in the earth, there is no need for thanksgiving. In that kind of situation. It means that he's, he's close to another realm. It's close to God. Close to Jesus. Oh, this is Jesus. But I'm talking about you. Close to him. You're just close to him. When you are close to him, he tells you what to do. And in this case, he thanked me. So don't think you are praying weak prayers. So far, the prayer is from your spirit. You see, stop praying what your spirit is not praying. A lot of you think your problem is big. You got to the presence of God. The spirit is not allowing you to pray it the way you plan to pray it. Why are you stressing yourself? <laughs> Say, ah, today, man, this matter, we need to go and settle it. You go to the house of retreat. And the mother say, oh Lord, deliver me. And there is no grace. Why are you forcing it? That's mammon, fear. You wanted to say, oh Lord, and you do not find grace to go that route. It means the problem does not exist the way you see it. When you force it, that's mammon. He gave thanks, distributed to disciples, disciples to them that were. Now, see how he handled. Let me close. See how he handled lack. He handled lack with thanksgiving because he was close to his maker. And after a while, there was prosperity. And after he prospered, there was still 12. How did he handle it? He handled prosperity with prudence. Why? Because he was close to the Father. Usually, we handle pro- uh, lack with fear and prosperity with lasciviousness. That's the spirit of mammon. When you lack, you are afraid. When you are blessed, you do anyhow. It's still controlled by mammon. So you can be poor and it's mammon leading you. And you can be wealthy, it's still mammon leading you. So when we talk prosperity, it's not about plenty. It's about the spirit that governs you. So he had more than enough. He said, go and gather them into a basket. Because it's not about we are now there. It's about what does the father want us to use this thing for? Prudence! Prudence! No waste here! No waste. We're going to maximize every resource God has given us. In the direction that he has commanded us. There is no day where we have arrived. Because money does not determine our arrival. The man said, I've been blessed. Now I can rest. He said, you die today. Jesus said, you die today. He said, my bars are filled. Now I can rest. He said, you die. What's the purpose of filling your bars? Did you ask me? Die. The guy slept and did not wake up. Fool. Gather them, the fragment. That's nothing. 
be lost. Nothing be lost. Jesus says, nothing be lost. Prudence. You are exact and precise. Careful with the resources of heaven. You know what goes to tithes. You know what goes to first fruit. You know what goes to family. You know what goes to everywhere. You are not a philanthropist. You are a servant of God. A servant of God. And when there is lack, you flow in thanksgiving. And wait for instruction. Lack will not, will not send you elter skelter. Traveling everywhere. Today you are in Morocco. Tomorrow changing your age. You mammon just governing you. Fake passport, lies. You are just, you are just destroying your life. Over nothing. Is victory not greater than success? Our elder brother, Apostle Paul, this was what he meant when he said, I have learned. I know I have learned. It's a learning. He said, I have learned to abound and abase. So it means that abounding is not an advantage. Abasing is not an advantage. The issue is that I know the principle that should govern both. And the principle is Christ. I've learned to abound and to abase. I can do this too. Through Christ that strengthens. So when I'm abounding, my strength does not come from my abounding. And when I'm abasing, sorrow does not come from my abasing. I have an inward strength that can make me control abounding and abasing. Mammon has no place here. I say you come into serious supply of heaven. I see heaven trusting you with supplies. I don't know if it's you I'm talking to, but oh my God. I see you come into tremendous supply. It's, It's hitting you powerfully. The grace, the grace of God, the grace, oh my God, the grace, God, the grace. The grace that makes sure the will of God is done. The grace. 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 of grace is come upon your heads. Grace! Grace! Grace!
grace. I hear grace. I hear the sound of grace. Over this house, over these people, hey, Shamale Kadaya, hey, Sanoa. I see the enthronement of Jesus, and it comes with a shout. It's a shout of grace.
Can you be on your feet? Let us pray. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Spirit. Be with us. Forever. In the name of Jesus. You would execute the will of God over your life. By the grace of God. Some of you have experienced a major shift in your life. And there shall now be a perpetual flow. Yeah.